hi welcome to authentic conversation with kim i hope that the podcast finds you well as fitting thank you so much for allowing authentic conversation with kim to be a part of your day i don't know um yet how um clear in the song was it's order my steps in your word um i don't have the rights to the song but i just it's funny that do you have to do that with gospel music and with R&B and other kind of music? It doesn't matter. I don't have the rights to the song. But this morning as I was sitting here in a moment of um, contemplation and thinking and just, you know, moosaying and, you know, getting ready for the day, this song um, populated. And um, to me, it's just been a song that throughout the years every now and again you have to revisit so even in this new year you know my my quest my my ask my beseeching is that my steps would be ordered um my steps would be ordered right and then when it says by the word i want to say in john on the gospel it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us we know that there's a lot going on. Y'all know me over the last just been messy. And people are living their quote-unquote best lives and living and figuring it out or trying to figure out life in and of itself. And what's going to happen, right? How is it all going to end? How can we justify... <laughs> A lot of this stuff that is going on and I'm always to default to the wheat and the tears grow together and God will separate the wheat from the tears. Lately I've been talking to some of my friends and you know when we talk and we start reminiscing about when we grew up and how we grew up and Oh my goodness, one friend, we talked and it was so many people that was less than, less than, younger than 50 or younger than 40 who are no longer here. Like so many people, names that was being called. Then I talked to another one of my friends that I haven't talked to in years and you know it's like we ain't talking years and when we finally talk it's like this is where we left off the last time we talked and then you have ones that okay futuristic and you know building and what we doing in the next five and ten years and people are in various places in this life but i think that the one place we are in is able to sit and look at that is the same right in the sense of looking at the world and (laughs) what in the world is going on and I've said this you know there's nothing new under the sun and so this is just our time right and of course it's intensified because of media and social media and the fact that we can get information in a instant in a second in the moment or the fact that everyone has a platform and everyone gets an opportunity to share what it is that they think and what they feel and how they feel and 
what's potent and what's important and just to put out information, whether it be accurate or inaccurate or use the platform to beguile, bewitch, um, to trick people, to catfish or whatever. It's just a lot going on. And if our steps are not ordered, if our thoughts are not discerning, if our ways are not, again, nothing new under the sun, still having that moral compass, still not allowing the world to rob you of the ability to forgive and to love and to, you know, have compassion and understanding and um, think. We've mentioned this before. You guys know it. Our capability of actually thinking is seems to be a lost art because everything is supposedly thinking for us or one thing is telling us how to think and not to think. And we decide that what we're not doing is um, having any level of conformity and the fact of what's right and what's wrong. Or how do we make something right? Or how do we fix something? Or how do we walk along with people in harmony and wholeness? And sometimes I do feel like, okay, I'm here and I'm there because there's so much, so I'm trying to talk about it all and yet and still make it make sense to myself, make it make sense to you, make this make sense. And I refrain from having certain conversations only because then you become that person where, oh, here you go, and you stare in the pot, and you making people upset, and you making people mad because people don't want to have the conversations that really need to be had for us to be whole people, for us to really be able to say there's a distinction, there's a difference. There has to be other decisions made. There has to be some uprooting and some gutting and some throwing away and some soul searching and some contemplation and some actually sitting down somewhere and some forgiveness and some forethought. That for unfortunately, for some reason, if we've been doing it, we haven't been doing it correctly or we haven't been doing it enough. I was telling somebody yesterday, like if... We was doing, and I say we, was doing what we really supposed to do. I don't think a lot of this stuff would be what it is. Based on the information I have, based on what I believe to be effective and how it's supposed to work. I just found out another marriage is has been or in the process or been demised or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I'm a proponent for love. I'm a proponent for marriage. I promise y'all I am. And I'm sitting here like, God, what in the world? And then I feel like, okay, well, you don't know these two people outside of what you know them as. And you don't know why and all this other stuff. But it's putting a toll on people who really support and believe in love and relationships and again it could be my naivety and my childhoodness that childhoodness that's not even correct it's early in the morning the child likeness that this harmony and this love and all this stuff and we can overcome anything and i always question because love conquers all i always question if it's really love if it don't last 
Was it ever really love? That's a tough question. Or it was love for the moment and now it's not love anymore? Or I just shifted my love and I love you in a different way? Or the matter is that you can really hurt somebody to the fact where they no longer want to be with you, whether you know what you did or you didn't do. Or the fact that somebody just wants something else other than what they had and they changed and then you have menopause and then you have the seven-year itch. Then you have, what's that thing that men go through? Men go through something. Um, Is the seven-year itch? They go through something. Um, I can't think about it right now. I can't think of it right now. And how do you overcome that? And is it a farce to think that you get married to somebody and that you're going to be married to them until death do you part? Is that a farce now? Some of the stuff that I grew up with or we grew up with is no longer a thing anymore. And you sitting here like, who changed it? Like, when, when did that change? When did loyalty and fidelity and, you know what I'm saying, your word and all, when did that change? And being on time and being purposeful and, you know, having some level of character and knowing what's right and what's wrong, even though you was doing the wrong thing, you knew you ain't had no business doing it at least. That it wasn't okay to be trifling or it wasn't okay to be raggedy. It wasn't okay. Like, what happened to that? And I know, but for the grace of God, go I. Because I can't say how another person perceives me. All I can do is be the best I can be and do what I do and do what I do to the best of my ability in the right way with a decent heart in hopes that it would be beneficial to the whole or within the sphere or for me. But I can't say how somebody else perceives me. And then it brings me to the word and the scriptures being ordered by it. It's interesting that you have all this interpretation thereof. And if the author of the book, which again, y'all would debate it, that's on y'all, would have to share with us what his intent was or what it is that he meant when indeed he had it written or based on what's there. And I don't think that we spend enough time. And thank you, God, hallelujah. It could be because it's a farce to us that there's really a real God that said high that look low. That really gave us the blueprint for life. And then the ability to apply it is a challenge. I'm not saying that it's easy. It's it's a definitely a challenge. I was telling somebody the other day, it's easy to cuss somebody out and it's easy to, I'm not forgiving you and I'm going to be trifling too. It's, that's easy. The hard part is 
all right, I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm really going to turn the other cheek, especially when we've been cultured and we've been taught that there's these odds against us based on our gender and based on our color and based on our economic status and based on this and based on that. And you have to stand up for yourself and you have to be seen and you have to say what needs to be said and you have to break the glass ceiling and you have to do all of this stuff in order to make a difference that you had to fight for your rights, you had to march, you had to do all of this stuff in order to even be acknowledged as a human being, let alone what your gift and your ability is and your right to life and your right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And so I get that part. So when I and when I come on this morning and I think about it and I'm like, I need my steps ordered, I don't ever want to get to a place in life where I feel like I have it all figured out. And don't get me wrong, you be like, Dag, at this age, you should know some things, right? That song, I'm wise, I'm smarter. But I was telling my other girlfriend, like, you have to stay humble in this. Because those same people or that same couple who when I was going through a divorce, they wasn't. And nobody wishes it upon anybody. Divorce is a death. Like, I don't think that people really understand that. And then you have to question everything. And the longer the marriage was, the more questions you got. And then if you have children involved, and then if the person or the persons decide that they get into other relationships, then you questioning how long you've been wanting to do that. And then you got people who looked up to yours thinking that this was the cream of the cream of the crop or whatever. And this is how you do it and found out uh, that ain't what that was. And I have to grow up in my mind to understand that. Even in me wanting something for somebody else or me wanting something to be something or me seeing that this is possible, that it may not always be in people's instances and circumstances because of choices that people make and decisions that people make. My biggest thing is I'm about tired of the enemy. I'm about tired of the jealousy and the strife and the fact that we can't um, encourage people to do the right thing and do a good thing and stay together and be their best selves. The crabs in the barrel mentality. The hate because you, 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 you didn't do it. Or the fact that you feel some kind of way because of the choices that you made and somebody else is making choices. And that energy actually shows up. And I'm glad that we have that word now. But of course we would say that spirit but that energy shows up and you have subconscious and conscious energy. And that's what I'm about tired of because we can be so much further. We can be doing so much more. There's more than enough in my mind for any and all of us that's doing the right thing. Nobody has to share a husband. Nobody has to share a wife. There's more than enough land. There's more than enough money. The, the, the word says the, Lord, the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof, that he has a thousand hills with cattle on it. Like, there is no shortage. There's no shortage, even with social media. Look at all these people that have platforms now. That are 
or are known in their own right, respectfully. They're getting their own likes. It's time, time and chance happens to everybody. Opportunity happens to everybody. But you hurting people and shortening people because your insecurities and your jealousy and you trying and I'm so tired of these glamorous like you so glamorous you just sparkly sparkly all day like you're doing too much and we've gotten so beyond ourselves where we can't even decipher what the word is in order to be ordered That's what I'm tired of. I promise y'all, and I've said this many times, I've never been a hater. I'm not a pretender. So you have people who have platforms and you have people who have um, opportunities to share and they're fraudulent. That I am not a supporter of, but I'm not a hater. You take the meat and you throw away the bones. There's people who are great at articulating, great at bringing out certain points, great at sharing certain things, and yet and still their character is if their heart ain't right. And you could discern it and see it. You have people that's in positions and their heart is not right. Their motives are not right. That's not hating. That's being mindful. Well, how do you know, Kimberly? How do you know, Kim? How do you know, ma'am? How do you know? Because the proof is always in the pudding. And some people you have relationships with outside of their job, their job description. And some people you have worked with, some people you know, and you have experienced them. And what we're not going to do is act like if we didn't experience it or we didn't see it or we can't see that their motives in their heart is not right towards what they're supposed to be doing. That part is what I have a problem with. Good leaders make other leaders. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We were just reading the other day talking about you supposed to make other disciples. Be fruitful and multiply. What you multiplying? Divorce is not multiplying. That's division. So when you sit here and you tell me that you are part of something or whatever and there's nothing but division amongst you, then that ain't the same. It ought not be. And then people who would like this so cavalier about it it don't matter and again like i said the same time when i was going through one nobody was and now all of a sudden all these people this is crazy and i feel some kind of way about it because i'm not happy i'm not happy that people are not happy and i know he cares about us being holy 
But there has to be some level of contentment in our lives. And again, we could go through the dictionary and figure out these words and, you know, what's conducive to where we are. I don't think that my ask or what I believe or what I hope for is far-fetched. That I don't. And the reason why I say it is because there's nothing new under the sun which I stand on. And that's scripture and we know that, right? I was mentioning yesterday, when you've seen goodness and you've experienced goodness and you've known goodness you're able to distinguish and make a distinction to that which is not and it's from the energy or the spirit that we hold to or gravitate towards or allow to influence our thoughts and what it is that we do. And we're not spending enough time sitting down and being honest with ourselves of where we are. And what transformations need to happen and how we do need help in this. How do we get so far where you don't need help? How do you get so far where the help that you say you need or that say you get is only for you in the sense of making you a tyrant? Or making you self-serving? I feel like I'm kind of everywhere right now this morning, (laughs) but y'all get me. And I thank y'all for allowing authentic conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. But I really think that we need to sit down, have some quiet time, do some reflection, ask for our steps to be ordered by the word. But asking that even in that, that our interpretation and understanding of it is interesting that You know, we read these self-help books and we read these something for dummies and we read all of this material, which I am a reader. We read and there's no application. That's the whole point. The whole point. And what I do know is that we can't change it even if we are attempting to or acting like it or whatever it is, it's going to eventually have to align back to what it was designed to do. That part. And many people have suffered and suffering because of people who have misappropriated, miseducated, misrepresented, their position in somebody's life or the position that they say that they hold. That part I have a problem with. 
Say, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who could save anybody. I say, I ain't say I was anything other than authentic. <laughs> That's it. And people don't like that. And it's okay. And some people love it. Imagine my face. <laughs>